Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Car thefts are rife at the moment, apparently. In actual fact, they're at their highest level in seven years. And you might ask why. This um, particular warning was issued at a meeting of the Joint Policing Committee in Cork City recently, where they heard that last month saw the most reported car thefts in a single month since October 2015. And the guards have actually uh, come out and warned that thieves are particularly targeting specific types of Japanese car imports. Um, Thomas is with us on the line today in, in, in Dublin. I suppose, Thomas, you know only too well about the increase in car thefts. You might tell us what happened to you. Hi, good day, Andrea. No, um, yes, so our car is not Japanese import. However, it was stolen a literally more than a month, or less than a month ago um, okay. from from our house. And what happened, Thomas? Uh you know, we've stolen at night time on the twist twenty fifth of um May, um, around three o'clock. Um and yeah, we haven't heard about our car since then. Apart from that it was uh, the night of uh, when it was stolen, it was travelling northbound and southbound on um on over Eastlow on M fifty. Yeah. Um so this was parked outside your house. you're probably yeah. in bed asleep. Uh yeah. And did you, the, you 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 didn't hear anything, or you just uh, you... no? Um, we have what our car was a Hyundai Kona, and it's uh, electric. So literally, once you start it up, <laughs> there's no sound you at all. You don't hear anything. No, no, uh, you don't sound at all. Um, and it's just simply, it's very easy to drive it off. Um, it's easy to charge it up, even if you have a three pin socket, you know, anywhere in a garage, you can charge it up anything any way you like. Is I guess. And it was gone. You just realised the and next it, morning. Uh, yeah, my fiance she woke up in the morning at six o'clock in the morning, and obviously looked up through the window, and it's a, it's a bit of shocker. Yeah, absolutely. I presume you've obviously been in touch with the guards, Thomas. Uh yeah. So the guards came, uh, well, fairly quickly. Obviously, they took all the details and everything, and but um, obviously, then a bit later, around nine o'clock. Um, we notified them that we looked up on the e-flow on the M50 because we have a tag. And we notified them that uh, the car was traveling, let's say, northbound. And then it was returning in a, within an hour uh, southbound as well. Um, and yeah, um, but I, I, I'd say nothing was done with that information. Yeah. Considering okay. that they could have looked up the cameras and uh, to see which junction uh, the car could have, could have exited. Okay. And then every bigger... Um, a bigger junction has a camera. Yeah, so it could have been easier to track it, especially with the low low uh, low rate of cars on the on the M50 at that time of the morning. So st- yeah, so exactly. still still at this stage Thomas you you haven't got it back. It's a it's a like it's very annoying and just the total stress of the whole thing. Uh it's annoying. <laughs> it's uh living kind of without a car is a new life. Um we can't afford to what to buy a second cars. Uh EV cars they really um um, they pricey. They became pricey Absolutely, as well, yeah. and it's scarcity and the scarcity of it as well. Um, as to the thieves, I guess you know, it's to turn it apart. I think even the battery alone costs around maybe ten thousand euros. 
It's it's like it's it's something that is clearly happening so frequently, Thomas, to people because I mentioned at the at the start of the programme today and you could see the text coming in, you know, and it's it's all over the country. Like it's not just something that's happening in Dublin. The the figures that I mentioned and the warning from the guards um about thieves apparently targeting specific types of cars and, and Japanese imports, uh, that was down in Cork. But it's just it's very, very annoying. Like so how, how are you managing at the moment? Uh, well, from the insurance company, we had a, a loaner for two weeks, but yeah. that was it. That that that's gone, and um, I I commute into work by cycling. And uh, my fiance, she has to take a bus, although she has to start very early in the morning. Um, and sometimes the bus comes in, sometimes it's late, sometimes it doesn't come in. Um, and yeah, so it's just you know, even going to the shop, you know, you have to bring in all your groceries. Uh, you know, on foot, um, you know, it's it's tough, but um, look, it is what it is. Yeah. Like, you have it's to the stay worry positive. too of some, um, you know, the fact that clearly somebody was outside the house and, and the car was taken. And I, I can imagine the, the worry for you of that as well, Thomas. Um, 1800 453 is the number if, if you want to get in touch with us. Joey Donnelly from Crofton Motors is is on the line too. Joey, why are why have the number of um, thefts and incidents of thefts of cars do we have any idea why it's so high at the moment? Like, why is it at a seven-year high now? Yeah, hi, um, yeah look, it's it, a couple of different things there. Like, Thomas is really unfortunate. His one, obviously, his is a little bit different than what we're talking about. That would be, like, your traditional car theft that would be happening, you know, over all the years. There's always been a base level of theft that goes on. And, you know, there's kind of three different types of theft. There's your... Um, breaking into the house and taking a set of keys and driving out your driveway with it. That's the kind of aggravated one. But I think, I don't know much is one that sounds like they've used a key frequency to kind of rebound the signal and arm or, or open his car, uh, maybe without his knowledge. So if they didn't actually have to physically get into his house, they do like career professional thieves who have frequency amplifiers. And what they can do is if your car key is left on a hall table or something, even without fishing through your letterbox, they can actually rebound your signal from your car key sitting on your stairs or your hall door um, and they can rebound that signal out to your car if the car is only you know 10 feet from the front door mm-hmm. and they can essentially amplify the signal and make trick your car into believing the key is in your pocket close to the car and the door will just open especially on the more modern vehicles like the Hyundai Kona that Thomas spoke to so that's a difficult one uh, in terms of the big you know big glut of increase that we're seeing right now I don't know the facts and figures on it but I know locally so we're uh, repair garage for the insurance industry and the the Japanese and Asian models as you spoke about are a real hot ticket at the minute and it's um, you know we spoke about this before the post-Brexit the supply has gone out from the UK so we've no supply coming in from the UK for the second hand car market so all of the importers who would have traditionally imported UK cars are now having to try and import Japanese imports Um, traditionally would have been your your normal Korean and Japanese models your Toyotas and your Hondas um, but now more so they're bringing in some German models as well coming in and imports to try and boost the second-hand car market. But unfortunately, the specification of those cars are built slightly differently uh, in Asia. And a lot of the Toyota and Hondas and stuff and some of those Asian models are coming in with no immobilizers on yeah. them. So and that's, the, can, that's the issue then, is it? Or that, that's the why? Issue. Uh, yeah, and there's a combination. So they, they become much easier to, to rob and they would they go back to your old 80s-style car theft, smash a window break the ignition and turn a screwdriver and they drive away. And again, locally, you know, you don't want to be 
unpolitically correct here and say it, but the, the locally we're hearing from guards and that the, the thief is becoming more opportunistic and actually younger. Because a lot of the Japanese imports that are being imported currently are hybrids and automatic. So they're 2015, 16, 17, Hondas and mm. Toyotas. They're automatics. They're so easy to rob at the minute if they don't have an immobiliser on them. They can get out in the car in 15, 20, 30 seconds and they just put the car in drive and they hit the accelerator. So there's there's so little skill involved for these guys that I'm hearing locally that the thieves that they're catching in this particular type of theft are extremely young. Okay. St- stay with us, Joey. Um, 1800 453 if you found yourself the victim of this, of car theft. Don is on the line. Don, I believe you, you've, um, you've experienced this, Don, Don, have you? Yes, I have. Um, our, my car, which I'd only had about three, four weeks, was outside the front door of the car. And there'd been a bit of sort of... Uh, activity at the end of the street with young young youngsters you know in fact a neighbor had called the guards because they were making so much noise and upset but eventually he called them again because he says they're now breaking into a, a car outside which was my car and we were away and uh, anyway they smashed the window and gouged at the ignition but they didn't manage to take it away and, uh, uh, you know, not too much damage was caused, really. I had to wait for about five weeks to get a window imported. Mm. But uh, in the meantime, I got a, an immobilizer and an alarm fitted in a place in Ranala. Uh, it cost about 400 euros, just over 400 euros. Okay. And uh, it's now got a flashing red light on the dashboard and uh, stickers here and there. And uh, I've had no trouble since. And can I ask what kind of a car, Don, it was? It's a, it's a Toyota estate. It's called a Fielder. It's okay. basically a sort of Corolla estate car. Yeah. And it's 2016. So since you put the, the, the like, you've actually gone yourself and invested and put the the immobiliser and the alarm now since onto the car after yes. that happened, yeah. Yes. Is that something, Joey Donnelly, that other motorists can do? Like, I mean, if you have one of the, the Japanese imports and, and it doesn't have an, um, an immobiliser, if it's not fitted with one, can you subsequently get, get that on all cars? Absolutely, yeah. There's doodles of retrofit uh, options available. That company and Ranel are extremely good at what they're doing. Um, but uh, to be perfectly honest, I think what we're finding now, and look, it's like any purchase that you make, it's making sure that you educate yourself when you make that purchase and you talk to the person you're selling you the car and try and do as much research as you can in advance. But all of the reputable Asian import uh, sellers who are SAMI registered, that will be one thing I would always look for that they're independently registered with an independent body like the SAMI. So if you had a problem or a complaint procedure, that they're an SAMI registered seller. I think that's important. Mm. But also making sure that they're reputable because unfortunately what happened is there was such a mass import of these vehicles in a rush to try and bolster the market. And obviously the market being price sensitive like everything, a lot of the dealers or some of the dealers certainly weren't putting these on in advance. And I don't want to say knowingly selling them without immobilizers, but it might have been marked with no immobilizer. We're all, so if you're going and talking to a dealer, all Japanese import sellers should be fitting a proper an alarm and a mobilizer kit in advance. 
And look, okay. you'll pay that extra three or 400 quid on the stick of yeah. boys, but they have ways of doing it. You know, they've guys who come in and do, you know, they might do 10 in a row, they'll come off a truck, 10 cars, and they'll immobilise them all and get them. They are only a deterrent, however, because they, there is a handful of them out there that just have no immobilizer. So the thieves, they just play a numbers game and they go, right, if we break into three or four of them, eventually one of them will turn the screwdriver and the car will drive away. Yeah, and that's the unfortunate thing. And again, it, it, it's really important for people to make sure that they know what they're buying. As in that gentleman just said, it took five or six weeks for a glass. I mean, that's quite regular. Ignition parts for a lot of those manufacturers that you would think are, you know, biggest manufacturers in the world, but that particular model because it's an import, parts may not be available in Ireland mm. for it at all, or they okay. might be on the slow boat from, from Asia. Uh, 1800 453 is the number. Amir is with us as well from Ice Systems in Ranala. Amir, th- this, is this something that you've noticed as well? Uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I completely agree with Joey's points that he was just saying there. These uh, Asian cars come in now with a different spec uh, than European cars. So EU regulations had vehicles had to have an immobiliser from, I think, about 1998 onwards. Uh, Asian cars is different, so they come in with weaker security. Unfortunately, people who are used to traditionally buying UK-Irish cars don't realise that, and they get caught out with it. So it, it's probably, it's that point, Joey, that you were making, like, it's probably up to us, really, isn't it, as the, the, the customer and the consumer, to, to know what we need in the car or want in the car, um you know, when when we're actually going to purchase it in the first place? Yeah, it's a difficult one because obviously, look, it, it, these, this education normally happens when a person is in a crisis situation because everybody wants to buy a car and, you know, they are the only car available in the used car market and they are such lovely cars and so well-specced in other ways. You know, they all come in with all air conditioning and they, they have nice comfort specs. But unfortunately, as Amir said in, in ICE there, they, they just come in with poor security specs. And unless the people they're selling them are, you know, fronting the bill up at front and adding it into the sticker price, they're really doing a disservice to the customer by selling cars without immobilizers. But look, people import cars themselves, they do all that sort of stuff. So, as I said, there is just a wash of them out there that don't have immobilizers mm. and it has left the entire market open. If if you have a car um, that doesn't have an immobilizer and you don't have one on, there's a text in from a listener wondering, is it just back to the old-fashioned... Um, you know I, know, I know we used to have one years ago. The big, the big yellow thing, <laughs> like a like an iron bar or something. Is it just that you put through, back through the steering wheel? Yeah, look, it, it is an option. It is something that will stop them getting it away. Like everything with these things are, are deterrents and they're to buy you time. It's like a security light in in your front garden. You know, it, any of those things is just to try and illuminate the problem or draw attention to the problem that someone either passing by or in the house is going to notice and they're going to get them to scare them off because look once they're seen they want to be gone so anything you can do to secure your car is all about buying time a text in from a listener who says the Apple AirTags work a treat to locate a stolen car Uh, reasonable every car should have one built in there's also Android versions too says this text where I assume that must be like find my phone or something is it something similar to that Uh, Jim is on the line as well Jim well what are things like in your area I live in the Dublin 15 area uh I coordinate along with a number of others WhatsApp groups and we coordinate the Cats Not Facebook security page. So we're pretty tuned into what's happening in the area at the moment. It's strange enough, over the last two months, it's been relatively quiet. Um, there's been a number of attempts on cars, uh, randomly checking cars to see if, if the, the car doors are open. And it's, it's, it's an issue for a lot of people, including myself. Sometimes you go to bed at night time and you don't bother to lock the car. You say, ah, it'll be fine. So I'd say to everybody out there, make sure at night time, 
check your cars, that they're locked. The other thing, about three or four months ago in our estate, which is quite close to Castanot Village, about 14 or 15 cars were uh, randomly damaged. Uh, all within the same area. The windows were broken. Uh, cars were scratched. They, they tried to break the locks. Okay. And uh, it caused a lot. It caused a lot. One car was stolen that night as well. So obviously they were trying to get a car that they could steal easily. So it's... Um, it's from I would expect now the next month or two we'll have a big outbreak. I feel they go around the country, they target areas. Then when the pressure comes on, when the guards are around, uh, they they tend to, uh, to back off. So I was I was talking to a lady from Interpol this morning. She's on our group as well, and she said it's very important that if anything happens, to report it to the guards. No, no matter how small it is, yeah. report it. And she also said. Don't leave anything out that people can look into your car. So Jason would love that, like, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Keep, keep the bags in the boot and, and all of that. Jim, thanks a million yeah. for getting in touch with us on the programme today. Amir, Joey Donnelly there, Craft and Motors, and Thomas as well. Thanks for your time here on Lunchtime Live. 53106 is the number if you want to get in touch with us on the News Talk text line. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.